0: is the title of this devotion, I Wait on the Master. What a good thing when we have that spirit of waiting developed in us over years. some time ago, Virginia, this quite a few years ago, she said to me, all I, all I seem to do is wait and wait and wait. David said in Psalm 40, his famous Messianic Psalm, he says, I waited patiently on the Lord and he inclined to me and he heard my cry and delivered me out of a horrible pit and put a new song of praise to God in my mouth and placed my feet upon the solid rock. Jeremiah says in Lamentations 3 verse 26 it is good that one should wait and trust patiently on the Lord. You see waiting develops roots within us. And whatever you wait on is where your roots are going to be. And if you wait on the Lord, like it says, wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Oh, it is so important that you know who you're waiting for and what you're waiting for. I wait on you, Lord. In you is all my hope. In you is all my strength. In you is all my joy. In you is all my satisfaction and stability of sufficiency. I wait on you, Lord. Oh, they that wait on the Lord, Isaiah 40, the last few verses, shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not grow weary, and they shall walk and not faint. It is so important that we learn how to wait on the Lord. David says in Psalm 27, what, verse 13, what would have become of me had I not waited on the Lord to see His goodness to me in the land of the living? Therefore wait, he says, he will strengthen your heart. He will help you. I wait on the masters the title of this devotion. Right here in Proverbs chapter 27 verse 18 I'll read from the amplified translation. 27 verse 18. Okay. Whoever tends the fig tree shall eat its fruit so he who patiently and faithfully guards and heeds his master shall be honored right let me read you that from the from the new king James 27 27 18 whoever keeps the fig tree will eat its fruit so he who waits on his master will be honored you see, when you wait on the Lord, you're not going to go unrewarded. And I know some of you have waited a long time, like the man at the pool of Bethesda had been there 38 years, and the Lord came for him, for him, and raised him up and healed him. The woman with the blood issue had suffered for 12 years, and the Lord came for her and healed her. Out of all the people that touched him, only she received the virtue. You see, God knows those who wait on him. He knows those who look to him. He says in Isaiah chapter 3, verse 10, Tell the righteous, tell the righteous, say to the righteous, that it shall be well with them, for they shall eat the fruit of their doing." Isaiah 3, verse 10. Tell the righteous it will be well, for they shall eat the fruit of their labor. You see, he who tends the victory shall eat its fruit. He who waits on this master shall be honored. When you keep on saying, Father, I trust you. I rely upon you. I depend upon you. I look to you, my Father. You are more than enough for me, my Father. You are my sufficiency. I watch, Father. I wait, Father. I watch and pray and wait, Father, under the shadow of your sufficiency, your almightiness. I know you keep me secure in your sufficiency. Father, I shall not want I shall not lack. My health, my well-being is yours. My provision is yours. The earth and the fullness thereof, I trust you, Father. I rely on you. I depend upon you. You're waiting on him. Your heart keeps yearning towards him, growing towards him, And the Apostle Paul writes one of his sharpest letters, I would say. It is one of his shortest. It's only six little chapters, the book of Galatians. But it is sharp right from the beginning. And sometimes it's good for that sharpness to just help us to stay alert, stay awake, stay focused, and not kind of wander off in the sleepiness of our human nature and not be as poignant in our expectation, poignant in our expectation and waiting. I think it's good sometimes to, yeah, yeah, okay, stay awake. Stay, Lord, stay sober. And right here in Galatians chapter 6, verse 7, I'll start of Galatians 6, verse 7. Do not be deceived or deluded or misled. God will not allow himself to be sneered at, scorned, disdained or mocked by mere pretensions or professions or by his precepts being set aside. He invitably deludes himself who attempts to delude God or what? Ever a man sows that, and that only is what he will reap. For he who sows to his own flesh lower nature sensuality will from the flesh reap decay, ruin, and destruction. But he who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. And let us not lose heart and grow weary and faint in acting nobly and doing right for in due time and at the appointed season we shall reap if we do not lose or relax our courage and faint so what's why am i reading this scripture in this moment in this devotion because god is looking to purify your and my heart in our devotion and consecration, dedication to Him, where our waiting on Him has become so unadulterated in complete surrender and faith in His providence, in His love, in His goodness, in His mercy, that we are completely sealed in Him. My eyes look to You and You alone, Lord, My eyes and my heart long for you as the deer pants for the waters. So my soul thirsts and longs for you. Oh, hallelujah. Friends, this is what the Lord is talking to you about. I wait on the master. I look for him. I long for him. I desire him more than my greatest satisfaction in the natural. I desire Him more than the water for my thirst or the food for my hunger. I desire Him more than the morning light in the night. That's what David would pray there in Psalm, in the Psalms. Psalm 127. And here in Luke chapter 12 and I'm about to close. I've got two more scriptures. Luke chapter 12 verse 35. Let your waste Be girded and your lamps burning, Jesus says. And you yourselves be like men who wait for their master. When he will return from the wedding, that when he comes and knocks, they may open to him immediately. Blessed are those servants whom the master, when he comes, will find watching. Surely I say to you, says Jesus, that he will gird himself and have them sit down to eat and will come and serve them. Oh my goodness, what a joy to be ready, to live ready, to be ready, to live ready, to have that constant waiting constant waiting, guarding our hearts from indifference and idleness and distractions of the moral pleasures of this world and to have our hearts constantly waiting for the Lord, watching, alert, sober, vigilant, ready for the masses' return. So in closing, Matthew chapter 25, please. Matthew 25, verse 14. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached and that's a good verse but that's chapter 24 and I want to be in chapter 25 verse 14 for the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to the one he gave five talents, to another two and to another one, to each according to his own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. And then he who had received the five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents. And he who had received one went and dug in uh, and he likewise he who had received two gained two more but he who had received one went and dug in the ground and hid his lord's money after the lord After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I've gained five more talents beside them. And the Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord." (laughs) And he also who had received two talents came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. And look, I have gained two more talents beside them. And the Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things, enter into the joy of the Lord. Then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground and look, there, you have what is yours. But the Lord answered and said to him, you wicked and lazy servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers and at my coming, I would have received back my own with interest. Therefore, take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents. For to everyone who has, more will be given. And he who has an abundance from him who does not have. Uh, uh, mm. For everyone who has, more will be given and he will have an abundance. But from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. wait. I wait for the Master. But my waiting is not in idleness. I want to take the graces that He has entrusted to me. And I want to labor with them so that I can say to the Lord, Lord, When you called me, you just gave me the ability to do this. And I have been faithful with that. And it has increased and increased and increased. And look, Lord, all these works of your grace, all these works of your spirit. Oh, my Father, I want to labor more abundantly for you. I want to labor more abundantly, yet not I, but the grace, the talents that you've entrusted to me. You see, I think these talents are not just... Not just talking about money. God's the Lord Jesus here is using that as an example. But He has given to you and me grace upon grace, blessing upon blessings, gifts heaped upon gifts, favour upon favour. Let's not act like we're poor and have nothing. Let's realize that we have been entrusted with the unsearchable riches of Jesus and let's share them consistently and constantly and see them multiply in the precious lives of those with whom we share them. Amen. Have a good day.